Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back. Marty Carpenter is sitting in for Boyd Matheson today. For those of you who remember the 1980s, <laughs> we remember, everyone remembers a show called Cheers. And just yesterday we learned that uh, one of the stars of that show, at least in its sort of middle to late years, Kirstie Alley, passed away at the age of 71. Uh, she died from colon cancer. Uh, but a recent study has found that the effectiveness of colonoscopies identifying the cancer may have been oversold. I thought this was really interesting because it used to be sort of the general consensus that for a male, you were supposed to go get a colonoscopy for the first time at age 50. Uh, then they moved that up uh, to 45. And as a 44-and-a-half-year-old man, I thought, well, okay, there's something to keep track of. But now this new study is saying that the effectiveness of these colonoscopies and their ability to identify cancer it may have been sort of overly hyped. We'll get a little more detail on that. Dr. Mark Lewis from Intermountain Healthcare joins us now. And Dr. Lewis, what have we learned about the effectiveness of colonoscopies? And is this sort of a slight change in the data or is this like a major reversal for us? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I, of course, was sorry to hear about the death of Kirstie Alley and you know, so often when a celebrity passes, it sort of puts a larger public health problem uh, under greater uh, scrutiny. So, yeah, colorectal cancer has been really hotly debated in recent years. Uh, it was not without actually some controversy in the medical community that the age of first screening was recommended to occur now at age 45 versus, as you said, age 50 previously. That was a recommendation from the U.S. Preventative Services Task Force, and it was largely based on extrapolation or conjecture from some patterns that we've been seeing. And it's actually really telling that we would talk about this here in Utah. Utah is the youngest state in the nation, so our average age is around 30, and that actually um, amplifies the problem of what we call early onset colorectal cancer. The traditional definition is when that has occurred before the age of first screening. And I have to tell you, about one in eight of patients in my practice with colon cancer uh, did not have the opportunity to get screened uh, because they were too young, even now, with the age of screening at 45. So let me address the uh, colonoscopy study that you're referencing. It's actually performed in nor Northern Europe. So it's called the Nordic trial. And that speaks to the fact it was done in Poland, Norway, and Sweden. And I guess the first observation I would make is their populations are different than ours, um, both in terms of colon cancer risk uh, and also in terms of ethnic diversity. 
Um, America, I think it goes without saying, is, is a bit more of a melting pot than any of those countries. And we also know here in the U.S. that certain ethnicities are at a higher risk for early onset colon cancer, including African Americans and Native Americans. So that makes the generalizability of a Northern European study to the states a little difficult. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. And the other thing I'll just say briefly, and I'm happy to kind of go back and forth with you on questions, you know, what the study actually tested was the rate of uptake if you invited people to colonoscopy, not whether you actually performed the colonoscopy. And maybe that's fair because we can't force people to get screened. But in the study overall, they invited over 80,000 people, uh, and you know, 42% of them uh, took them up on the offer to undergo colonoscopy. So you know, that is rather telling that, that more than half of the uh, invitees declined it. It also makes us wonder if the people that um, took them up on the offer uh, were thus at higher risk. So it, the study is um, also maybe not mature in the sense that they followed patients for 10 years, yeah. which Lewis, may sound like a really long time. Yeah. Dr. Lewis, I'm going to have to dump out for uh, some breaking news, but just in a one-word answer, uh, would you still recommend a colonoscopy, yes or no? Yes, I would. Starting okay. at age 45. Yes, sir. Dr. Mark Lewis from Intermountain Healthcare, thanks for being with us. And now let's join ABC News for some breaking news. The forewoman stood to read the verdict, which found two entities of former President Trump's company guilty as charged on all counts. The company found guilty of scheme to defraud, conspiracy, criminal tax fraud, and falsifying business records. The verdict came on the second day of deliberations after about 10 hours of deliberations. The jurors sent four notes seeking clarity about the charges and were read back the testimony from a witness, repeating, a jury has convicted the Trump Organization of tax fraud. I'm Daria Albinger, and this has been a special report from ABC News. That was some breaking news from ABC News. Uh, the Trump Organization convicted on some uh, charges there related to tax fraud. And uh, we will have uh, maybe a little bit more on that coming up a little bit later on uh, in the program. Uh, all right. We, uh, that, that news jumped in and interrupted sort of our discussion related to uh, a study about uh, colon cancer and rates there. And that was uh, unfortunate in the sense because Dr. Mark Lewis has given us some really good information. I wanted to make sure before he left that we got him on the record because I, I, as I understood what he was saying, uh, just because a uh, uh, the headline may say that uh, a study is showing that the effectiveness of uh, colonoscopies identifying cancer may be oversold, that does not mean 
a massive reversal of a long-held position that you should get a colonoscopy, A, that's the one question we got in before we had to jump out to breaking news, uh, B, uh, that those ages uh, are still the right ages to do it, I think, is uh, what he was getting at there, that uh, for, for men in particular, 45 years uh, is the age. And uh, so even though the study kind of leads us in one way, that does not mean that uh, we are entirely uh, changing course when it comes to that. Uh, so many people uh, who I know and so many people who I'm sure many in our audience know have had to go through uh, the treatment for or have suffered for, in some cases have have died from uh, colorectal cancer. And, uh, you know, getting screening is still uh, an amazing way to uh, increase your odds of uh, early detection and beating it. So with that in mind, uh, we'll take a quick break and uh, we'll have more to come on Inside Sources. Marty Carpenter sitting in for Boyd Matheson today. Stay with us. Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.